Hello, this is Aaron Bounds, pastor of the Anchor Church located in Zanesville, Ohio. I want to say thanks for tuning in today. I hope this podcast inspires you, encourages you, and helps you to live the life God called you to live. Hello, everybody. Welcome to our Wednesday night Bible study. Of course, here we are. I was thinking uh, um, about last Wednesday, I was talking about the variations of services that we've had, but the Anchor Church has been outstanding in that you have been consistently attending no matter whether it was virtual, whether it was a Saturday or a Sunday or a Wednesday, uh, how we spread that out. So for that, we're so thankful for such an amazing, powerful, powerful congregation. I, uh, I do want to teach you today um, on something I feel that the Lord has, has put in my spirit for our church. I really do feel that God has given me a revelation to where we are right now. Um, I do want to say I'm thankful for our team that they always go above and beyond to take extra measures to be safe. Um, they've just been outstanding in this. I, I realized last Sunday we did not have service. And the reason we didn't have service, uh, because we had a, a positive case in leadership. Um, and, uh, and so we went the extra step and went virtual. Um, and so uh, because of that, we're grateful. We've had multiple people that were in contact with them to get tested just to be safe, and those have come back negative. Um, and I think over 20 people got tested just, to, just in case. Of course, we do social distance and wear masks. Uh, we are very, very safe, diligent in what we do. Uh, all of those have come back negative at this moment. Uh, except for my family, we've dealt with that. Uh, and so, but we will be coming out of quarantine uh, this, this coming Saturday. And so for that, I'm, I'm grateful and I'm doing well. But I'm going to get into um, the Word of God here in just a moment. And if Martha Ross is watching, happy birthday. We love you, Sister Ross. Happy birthday. Shout out to Sister Martha Ross. It's been gone for a couple weeks, but she's, she's home tonight. And so maybe, maybe if you're there, give her a shout out. Happy birthday. And I do believe it's William Lefevre's sweet 16th birthday today. <laughs> Happy birthday to Brother William. And so here's what I want us to do tonight. I want you to grab your Bibles and turn to the book of Jeremiah chapter 29. The book of Jeremiah uh, chapter 29. I know this is going to help you today. I, I do. I know the word that God has given me uh, over the last week is going to speak to speak to many of you that are watching. And it's going to tell us where we are. And if you're interested is what are we going to do in these uncertain times? I'm going to tell you in just the next few minutes on exactly what we're going to do during this time. So the book of Psalms, I mean, book of Jeremiah, chapter 29 we're going to start reading with verse 4. Jeremiah 29 and verse 4. Before we read, let's pray. God, we thank you for your word. I thank you for all of those that are tuning in right now. I just pray a blessing would come over them. An anointing over me as their pastor. Oh Lord, I just pray that there would be a revelation, a spirit of revelation to come in to their homes. Oh God, no matter where they are to speak to their spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. 
Amen. Amen. Jeremiah 29 and verse 4 says, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, unto all that are carried away captives, whom I have caused to be carried away from Jerusalem unto Babylon. Captives. When I think of captivity, I think of limitations. Uh, a stronger turn would be imprisonment. But captivity, he said, I'm going to take you from Jerusalem, the Lord said. I'm going to take you from Jerusalem and I'm going to place you in captivity in Babylon. And so uh, people right now are saying, why, why do we have to deal with all of these restrictions? Why is COVID-19? Uh, why does the church have to deal with this? Uh, why does uh, ministers, ministries, people that are blood washed, Holy Ghost filled, have to deal with sickness? Because there's some things in life that we have to deal with. Um, uh, the Bible says it rains on the just and the unjust. But in this particular verse, he said, I am going to place you from Jerusalem into Babylon. Now, when we think of to understand Babylon, we've got to first understand what is Jerusalem. Jerusalem is, is Zion. It's the house of, it's, it's where the, the, the temple is. It's, it's, it's the place of worship. It's the place of pilgrimage. It's a place where the feasts happen. That's the gathering where they would come in from all over and they would gather at Jerusalem and they would have all these amazing feasts and, and worship. And it, it was a place of gathering and worshiping God. That is what Jerusalem represents, a place of worship. But he said, I'm going to take you from Jerusalem with all of your liberties of worship and I'm going to place you in this strange place called Babylon. He said, you're going to be captive there. And he said, while you're there, Jeremiah told them, he said, you are to submit to Nebuchadnezzar for he's going to be my servant there. Submit, go there. And uh, you have to live in those limitations for a period of time. And when I begin to think of this is that how and why have we had to leave Jerusalem and now dwell in a Babylon? Babylon means a place of confusion. Another word for Babylon would be a place of uncertainty. Think of this for a minute. Uncertain times, limitations, going to church with a mask, seeing people that you can't shake their hand, you can't hug, you can't gather in certain numbers, period of time that we could not have church in the sanctuary. We had to have church virtual only. And here we are again, virtual tonight. And uh, what do you do in uncertain times? What do you do when you're in Babylon? Do we sit? Do we just sit and wait? Do we sit here? You know, the, the four lepers said, do we sit here? <laughs> Why sit we here till we die? And uh, we can't wait to get out of Babylon. We can't wait till COVID-19 has run its course through, through, our, through our nation. We just can't sit here and wait. There is something we can do when we get to Babylon. We are in Babylon right now. I'm going to tell you right now that this place of uncertainty, this place of confusion. What's next? What are we going to do next? Watch what happens. He said in verse 5, he said, whom I, verse 4, whom I have caused to be carried away from Jerusalem unto Babylon. Verse 5, are you ready? Look what it says. He said, when you're in Babylon, he said, build houses and dwell in them. Plant gardens and eat of the fruit of it fruit of them. Verse 6, take you wives and beget sons and daughters. 
Take wives for your sons and give your daughters to husbands that they may bear sons and daughters that ye may be increased there and not diminished. He said when you get in this place of uncertainty and there's people that are watching right now that maybe your Babylon isn't COVID-19 restrictions. Maybe it's something else in life that you're not able to worship as free as you used to. Maybe you've got limitations in your life because of a death of a spouse family circumstances that, that have come up in your life that, that have robbed you emotionally. And you feel like, I don't have the freedom to worship like I used to. I don't have the liberty to pray like I used to because I've got chaos in my world. There's confusion in my marriage, confusion with my children. There's confusion in my health, whatever it may be. I've got a word for you right now. He said, don't stop living when you get to Babylon. He said, you need to build, build a house and live in it. He said, keep planting gardens. You got to still eat, enjoy the fruit of your labor. He said, go ahead and get married. Let your children get married. Let them have babies. Because if you just sit in Babylon, you're going to dwindle away to nothing. But if you will learn to live in the land of uncertainty, Man, I get moved by this. But if you will learn to live in Babylon, a place of restrictions, a place that might have face masks, a place that has social distancing, a place that has virtual services, a place where families are in chaos, you know what you do? You got to build the house, plant the garden, build and grow in relationships. Just do not sit there. You've got to keep on keeping on. You got to keep on praying. I'm going to tell somebody, you get, up in the, you get up in the morning and you get your Bible out and you read it anyhow. You get on your knees and you pray anyhow. If it's hard to pray, write the prayer out and read it to the Lord. But don't just sit there and wait. You'll diminish. And so my subject tonight is simple. You've got to learn to increase in the land of uncertainty. God's will is that you increase Instead of diminish, I want somebody that's watching right now to say amen. It is never the will of God for the church to diminish, to fall away. You're Holy Ghost filled. You've been water baptized. You've been washed in the blood of Jesus. And guess what? His, his governmental policy is for you to increase when things seem confusing. To increase in a place of uncertainty and chaos. He said in Isaiah, and I want to read it in Isaiah chapter 9. He makes this statement. I taught it a few Wednesdays ago. And uh, he, he makes this statement that is so powerful. Talking about his name should be called wonderful. Verse 6, 9 and 6. Counsel of the mighty God, the everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. It doesn't matter whether you're in Babylon Oh, whether you're in Jerusalem. He said, I'm going to bless you. But for this period of time, Jeremiah said, don't just sit there. Don't buck the system. Quit trying to fight COVID-19. Quit trying to fight all the restrictions. He said, deal with the restrictions, but make sure you build houses, plant gardens, and keep building relationships so they can multiply. We don't stop reaching for people because we're not in a church building. We can't stop being soul winners. We can't stop praying because 
We're not in Jerusalem. We're not the normal liberties of worship. What can we do? We keep being, being the church. I'm fired up about this right now. I'm going to tell you what the anchor is going to do. Just because we didn't have church last Sunday in the building doesn't mean we haven't been working. It doesn't mean that we haven't been ministering. Hey, I say, when you come to church, <coughs> you're going to come with some Babylonian restrictions. You're going to come in with some governmental policies. You're going to come in with some things that aren't comfortable. But come in anyhow. Don't stay home because of a mask. Don't stay home because of fear. We can't live in fear in COVID-19. We need to be wise. We need to be careful. And I'm going to say it. You're not exempt from this sickness. They weren't exempt from going into bondage. He said, I am sending you here. People say, well, this COVID-19, it's, 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 it's a falsehood. It's real. It's not fake. It, people are, get sick with this. But we, we've got to understand it's a Babylonian moment for the Jerusalem church. But guess what's going to happen? The church is going to rise. The church is going to increase. People are going to be saved. We saw in, during the virtual time that we were unable to have in body services. We had about 10 families that came to the Lord and joined the church during that time. We were baptizing dozens of people. You know why? Because we said, we're not going to sit here and not do anything. We kept on praying. We had fast change. We had prayer change. We took communion together during a virtual time. You know why? Because the church is not just a church in Jerusalem. The church is a church in Babylon. We can have church with face masks and social distancing. We can come to church and not shake hands and not hug and still increase. Let somebody say amen. Do you all believe what I'm preaching is true? Are you ready for this? Let's go to verse 7. 7 is very powerful. He said, And seek the peace of the city whither I have caused you to be carried away captives. He said, Every decision you make has to be around peace. You gotta seek, you gotta seek peace in Babylon. Don't seek division. Don't, 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 don't be divisive over Babylonian things. He said, Seek peace. Peace. Everybody say, seek peace. And watch what he says. Seek peace in this place. And pray unto the Lord for it. Right now you pray for Babylon. Right now you pray for the city that you're living. The place that you're in. This Babylonian, what I'm, if you haven't caught it already, Babylon is a place of uncertainty. Babylon is a place of confusion. Babylon is a place of captivity. Babylon is a place of restrictions. But he said, seek peace. With your brothers and sisters, seek peace. What did he say? He said, for in the peace thereof, he said, and pray unto the Lord for it, for in the peace thereof shall ye have peace. People at this time that aren't going to have peace are going to be the people seeking division. But the people at this time that will have peace are going to be the people that are going to, have, that are going to seek peace, pray for peace. Let's pray for one another. Let's pray for peace for each other. Let's pray for peace for Zanesville and our surrounding cities where we have our seven other campuses. Let's pray for peace and God is going to give us peace. Are you ready for this? Look at verse 11. Let's look at verse 11. Look what it says. For I know, the Lord said, um, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil. To give you an expected end. God's got the end of this already lined out. You see, we can only see right in the middle of it. But God can see the end of it. And he's, this is what He said. He said, I've got a good plan. 
You can see in the verse before that, he said, and perform my good, good, um, good a word towards you in causing you to return to this place. He said, you're coming back to Jerusalem. How many believe we're going back to a place of, of more liberty in our worship, uh, more liberty in our gatherings? We're going to get back to there. There's an expected end of this. But you can't sit and wait. I'm telling you, it's wrong. It's wrong to not go to church because uh, you don't want to have a mask. Or it's wrong. It's wrong to stay away from God's house because you don't want limitations. It's wrong to not pray during the day because you don't like what's going on in our country. We've got to pray. Everybody say with me, build the house. Live in it. Plant the garden. Eat of it. He said... Now, all the single people will be glad for the next one. Get married. <laughs> Get married. Get married. But he said, you need to, you need, you need to let your children get married. Why? So they'll have children. And what he was saying was this. He said, you've got to have a structure. You've got to keep sowing. And you've got to keep growing in relationships. Keep building relationships with people. Why? Because out of relationships, a church grows at the rate of relationships built. Keep relationships. And guess what? Out of that's going to come fruit. I thought this earlier. I'm almost finished. But I thought this earlier. He told Adam and Eve, be fruitful and multiply. He said that continually through the scripture. Because it is the will of God to increase whether you're in Jerusalem or whether you're in Babylon. Look at the book of Acts church. They th try to throw them in prisons. But in Acts 16, what did Paul and Silas do at midnight? They started praying and they started singing songs. You know what they were doing? They were building a house. They were planting seed. They were building relationships. Out of that, the Philippian jailer was converted. What I'm saying is it doesn't matter whether you're at Jerusalem or you're in Philippi or Babylon or wherever that place of confusion is. God is going to let us flourish. I want somebody to say increase. I want everybody that would. I want you to type it out. I want you to say increase. We're going to increase. My family's going to increase. My children are going to be saved through this. Man, I feel the Holy Ghost. We're going to grow in Babylon. We're going to multiply in Babylon. We're going to grow. We're going to increase. I want everybody to say increase. We're going to increase. But I do know what I've just taught you is a word from the Lord. We're in Babylon right now with restrictions. But guess what? God said we're going to increase in the midst of Babylon. I want you to lift your hands no matter where you are. If you're in a car, uh, pray as only you can. But if you're home, lift your hands. And I want you to say, God, let us increase. In the land of uncertainty. Oh God, let us increase in this place. That we do not understand the restrictions, oh God. The limitations, oh God. Let us increase. Lord, we'll live with the captivity. But God, we're going to build houses, oh Lord. We're going to plant gardens. We're going to grow in relationships. We're going to multiply and see children born in the kingdom of God. We refuse to sit here and cross our arms and diminish or die. We will thrive in Babylon. Hey, hey, say this with me. We're not going to survive in Babylon. We're going to thrive in Babylon. Do you believe that? I said we're going to thrive in Babylon. We're not going to survive. 
We're going to thrive. I do. I receive this word right now in Jesus' name. Let's clap our hands and thank God for what he's doing. Amen. God is good. We're going to thrive in Babylon. Thanks again for listening to the Anchor Church Podcast. If you enjoyed it, make sure you subscribe so you can keep up on our weekly sermons. If you're in the Zanesville area, we invite you to join us on Sundays. You can find all the details on our website at theanchor.church. Again, thanks so much for listening, and we hope to see you soon.